coming up on this episode of the Average Sports Guys podcast. More predictions. This time is the AFC and the NFC West. Who's going to win that? More news with Antonio Brown. He filed a grievance with the league about his helmet. What are we doing? Jerry Jones. Zeke who? We'll get into that. All that more coming up next on the Average Sports Guys podcast. You're listening to the Average Sports Guys podcast with Eddie and Marcus. Hey, everybody. How's yo, it yo. going? What's Episode going on? 15. Keen say. This is Marcus and Eddie here with the Average Sports Guys. This is the Average Sports Guys podcast. Yes, sir. Today's August 20th. Uh, Man, don't remind me. Tuesday. <laughs> Another episode of Hard Knocks is coming on today. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, man, it's already August twenty. Like this month in particular. Like I thought July kind of went by a little fast, but yeah, August has gone by real fast. Real fast. Like I gotta actually start back work in two days. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, the kids, like, slow kids down. are getting ready to go back to school. Yeah. I know around the country, a lot of kids have already gone back to school. Right, right, um, right. For those that don't live in the the or live in Maryland, because I mean, even parts of Virginia have gone back. I don't yeah. think DC's gone back just yet, but no. Um, the deep south pretty much went started back last week. Um, yeah, because my sister's yeah. kids, they're down in Florida. They went back. I think it was either this week or last week. Yeah, they started, mm-hmm. and then most of my friends' kids out in California have gone back. Yeah, but that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they've already been back. Yeah, it's just weird. So um, I know I'll be ready for them to go back because <laughs> the kids just sit here and just cry and complain about nothing and everything. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, um, yeah. So, well, in in true fashion, so we'll finish up uh, this week with the division predictions, right? Because we have the AFC and NFC West. I believe this is the last. This is the last one, yeah. So, yeah, this is our last one with the AFC and NFC West with our predictions um, with who we think is going to take the division and why. Yeah. And then we're going to get into some other fun stuff. All right. So, well, um, why don't you start? So, yeah, you can give the NFC... Well, do both, AFC yeah. and NFC, and then I'll, I'll give mine. Absolutely. So I'm going to start off with the AFC West, and this is the Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers, and Raiders. So in my opinion, I honestly have this as the Chiefs division to lose just because of how dynamite that Chiefs offense was last year. Granted, they did lose um, – What's uh, Kareem Hunt because of that whole scandal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they still have Tyreek Hill, who was literally one of the top three fastest, if not the fastest receiver in the league. Right. Um, they still have Pat Mahomes with a cannon of an arm. Dude can launch a ball out of the stadium. Oh, yeah. Type situation. Um, they still have Travis Kelsey as top two tight end. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, You know what I mean? So that offense, I don't think it's really going to lose a step. But I do think um, where they're going to have issues has always been their secondary on defense. So most yeah. games are going to be a shootout. <laughs> yeah. So if if I mean honestly, Pat Mahomes doesn't have to put up like another fifty touchdown season. I just think he has to be somewhere in the thirty ish range, and they'll easily take that division. I mean, the only team that I really see challenging them for like on the real is the Chargers just because how stout their defense is. Right. And then I also like their receiving core with um uh with um Keenan Allen when he's healthy and Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that's the only team that can legitimately challenge him, but I'm still giving the edge to Kansas City. 
Um, now moving on to the NFC West. This is the Cardinals, the Rams, the Niners, and the Seahawks. I have this as the Rams division to lose because I mean, people forget. I mean, well, not really forget, but thinking back to last season, they were in the Super Bowl. The you Super know what I'm saying? Bowl, so right, they did. Yeah. I mean, granted, they did lose, lose some pieces on defense. I mean, Aaron Donald's still there, who was rated by the NFL Top 100 with you know that whole poll with all the NFL players. He was like the number one player on the whole board. Right, and then so, didn't they they got Clay Matthews, right? He yeah, they did bring in Clay. They, they yeah. did bring in Clay Matthews, absolutely. Which who knows how much really he's he's, got he's left the back. In the tank. Yeah, yeah, he's but, in the back end of his career. I mean. Hey man, hey, that's another body. I mean, if if that's a guy who's you know smart and understands and can read offenses and things like that and make plays and adjust, that's right. a guy you want on your Which, defense. Yeah, I mean, he's proven he can. Oh, so. absolutely. And then that offense. I mean, what else can you say? I mean, Todd Gurley. I think they're going to dial back his reps a bit and then lean more on Jared Goff and his arm. Right. I mean, and I also think having Cooper Cup back. Because mm-hmm. I think losing him shrunk their offense. Oh well, yeah, for sure. Well, because you saw he was setting up to be a nice safety blanket for golf. Absolutely, until he, until the deep he got threat. Hurt. Like you have to, you have to be mindful because he will get behind your safety and gash you for sixty-five. Like that's right. the type of that's the type of receiver he is. Yeah, I mean it's the same, almost the same setup with uh, golf and Cup as uh, Kirk Cousins and. Um, Thielen. And it, yeah, Adam Thielen, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah. So, it's, like I said, I think it's the Rams' division to lose. The only team that can challenge them right now is the Seahawks, and that's pending Russell Wilson, and hopefully he doesn't die this season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, they don't have an offensive line still. Um, it's a, it's amazing what this guy has been able to do, oh, yeah. scrambling and running every <laughs> yeah. single play yeah. because he gets literally about one and a half, two seconds before he's running for his life. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they still got uh, Chris Carson back there. Um, they still have – is Baldwin still out there? No. No. God, so I don't even know who their receivers are. No, they got um, – I was just watching their game the other day. Damn it. Shoot, I forgot his name. The smaller dude. Um, God. Lockett? Yeah, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, so, I mean, but like I said, it's it's literally all off the strength of Russell Wilson and what he does. And then you so. hope DK Metcalf can. Oh, yeah, that's right. They got DK out there. Yeah, so, hopefully was, DK could just body people and, yeah, and do something nice. Yeah, he was sidelined their last game. Okay. Um, I believe it was like hamstring or something. It yeah. was like a some sort sort of like a short injury. It, it It didn't seem like it was like. You know, Major, they're just like, all right, cool, yeah, gonna sit hold back, them chill out, out until game one type mm-hmm. situation. All right, yeah, but those are my picks. That's what I got. Yeah, so I'll largely go with the same and for most of the same points. Um, I know people listening is like, man, they always agree. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's just looking at it for what it is. It's what it is. Now, yeah, I, I really don't expect Arizona or San Francisco to do much. Um, no. We saw Jimmy G got Man, out there yesterday. Look, he was rusty as a rusted nail on a piece of wood. Right. Well, and, horrible. And so the thing, it's like I, I'm not beating him up about it. I mean, he obviously tore his ACL. It's a long rehab. I mean. He's I, thinking about it, obviously. Yeah. And there is just the rust. And when I say I put little to no stock into preseason, I literally don't. Um, it's it's high school offenses. Well, yeah, everything's vanilla. Yep. It's just getting, especially your younger guys, your newer guys, um, some live reps mm-hmm. to see how they think, how they move, how they react. 
uh, they call a play. Mm-hmm. Are you executing that play? Right, right, right. Um, getting them semi-adjusted to the speed of the game because if you're going against a lot of the younger players who are coming up from college and haven't really, you know, they're trying to get the speed of the game too. So obviously there's some veterans mixed in there, but mm-hmm. to me it's it's more of a just okay mental evaluation. Right. Here's the plays we've been drilling them. You should have been studying. What's going on? Are you you know route running? Right. Are you, are you you know getting off the brakes or excuse me, getting off the defender, trying to create space, running routes. Are you where you're supposed to be at the right time? Yeah. If you're blocking, are you, are you, you know, getting to where you need to be blocking who you need to block? Right. Because you see the mental miscues out there all the time. Absolutely. Try to block down and then they got a, somebody coming around this side and they just get by. Right. Um, Or even in the, there's one preseason game I was watching where there was three guys blocking one defensive tackle, and somebody had a free runner just yeah. destroyed a kid. So, I mean, it, it it's one of those things, like you said, it's an adjustment period. And right. you're really looking to see how the rookies can adjust after, you know, all those camp reps and things like that is basically right. what it comes so, down to. <clears throat> so, um, again, I'm not killing, you know, Garoppolo about it. No. He'll, he'll knock off the rust. I don't know. Well, <clears throat> most of them aren't going to play in the fourth preseason game that's the third one is a dress rehearsal whatever um i think it'll take a few weeks for him to get back to form if you will right i, I mean i don't know um but shanahan better figure it out yeah because i what bothered me it, i mean even though it shouldn't have bothered me i think that they should have just went straight passing plays for the most part just to build his confidence completions or not because I think at the end of the day, he has to get that rhythm and that clock back in his head right. is what my understanding of that first two series should have been. But it wasn't. Right. Yeah, that. And then, like I said, he'll get more comfortable when he sees people flying him around him or flying around him, going past him, Stepping moving him. He'll get hit, get knocked down. He'll be able to get back up, right. hopefully. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but yeah, having said all that, just a team within itself, I don't think they can even match up with the Rams. No. Like I said, Seahawks are the only team I think that can give them a run for their money. As far as the division is concerned, um, anytime you have Russell Wilson, I'm going to bet on that guy any, any day, of the any week. day of the week. Um, by the way, interested yeah. to see how their defense yeah. looks, especially with some, some key players gone, obviously, um, Richard Sherman, two years removed now. Uh, well, yeah. this will be his second year. Mm-hmm. Um, you should play better. Earl Thomas is gone. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see how it is, um, how it goes. Uh, they they do seem to be patriot esque in the sense that they have the ability to reload their team. Oh yeah, um, uh, rather yeah. quickly. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just system, if players are just buying in, whatever it is, if their right. talent evaluators just that good. But they'll always start out. It seems like, man. Like, uh, this is the year. They're not going to go anywhere, this and that. And then they seem to catch fire somewhere. And finish strong. Right. So that's what you hope for and and look for. So, I mean, obviously Seattle fans should be encouraged with that. They should. I mean, I think what they're doing with the Rams over in that area, they're they're just on a whole nother level. They are. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. Now, as far as the AFC, yeah, it's the Chiefs division to lose for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't. Just looking at it, <laughs> I mean, I mean the Chargers. Yes, I mean you still got uh, was it uh, Melvin Gordon still not back? So he's still not back, but their number two is actually pretty legit. Yeah, I so, mean, so I mean, you never know because uh, 
what's a guy up in Pittsburgh last year who Connors. stepped in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he stepped in with Le'Veon being out, and he showed pretty much like, hey, okay, whatever. Whatever, like, I can run our this. Our team could keep moving. Yeah. Um, and he did well. I mean, I think he missed a few games with a concussion or something. Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, that's going to happen. So it's it's better than rolling the dice. Well, at least during that time with Le'Veon dealing with suspensions with, um, I think he was like smoking weed or whatever it something was. Something dumb. So those are our division winners yeah. uh, as far as predictions. The the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah, there you go. So how about you start us off talking about this A-B situation? Yeah, so the thing with Antonio Brown, it, it, it doesn't seem to be um, – how do you say it? The circus isn't leaving town. It's not leaving the town. We'll put it like that. It seems like it's here for an extended period of time. Um, I don't know what you do. Um uh, now he just filed another grievance with the league to basically see if they can extend his um, usage of that helmet for one more year, like phase it out yeah. uh, over one more year. I mean, what makes you so special? I don't know. I have no Again, idea. all the talent in the world, when he's got it in his mind that he's going to play, he's going to play. Yeah. Um, but he's a weird dude man. At, at, at first like i said what was it last week i said on the show maybe it was just a misdirection uh, you know let's get people not talking about my feet and right let's get them talking about this because then you you saw or you heard like oh, okay i'm gonna report i'm gonna come back that was after mike mayock right. said pretty much like we've exhausted all efforts with the league we mm-hmm. stood behind them we supported them that this is what it is at this point like you're you get in and you play or you, you roll. Right. So I don't know, but I do know with their talent level as a team and how they performed last year and what their projections are this year, not by the experts because we're all, right. we're all I'm not an expert, but they're all going to have them kind of middle of the road at best. Right. right? So, but you look from an organi- organizational standpoint where it's like, we paid him a whole hell of a lot of money. We paid John Gruden million a whole hell of a lot of money. $100 million, 10 years. Like, let's go. Like, they're expecting greatness. And I think that has to start this year. Right. So, and then you bring in Mike Mayock, who I think, I mean, as far as Italian evaluator, you, you he's pretty good. Year in and year out when he would do these draft predictions and how right. he would break down each player, each position, all those things. So, I mean, I think. They have the makings to be good, but it has to start this year. It has to start this year. with A.B. and his circus Mm -hmm. in town, it's not productive and it's not conducive to a winning environment. So I don't know what you do because you can't – well, you could, but you're not going to cut him. No, because – You paid him way too much money. Way too much damn money. And I honestly think – and this is – there's a couple of points I want to make about this. First, I think Chucky's under the gun at this point because you you sit there and you figure – when this guy got there, what happened? They went and traded Khalil Mack. That's right. And they got rid of Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Two guys that you can build your franchise around on both sides of the ball. Right. And then they, uh, they accumulated a bunch of draft picks, and some of them were questionable. And then he's like, well, since this is pretty much the year in which we have to produce, let me go out and sign an A-B to try to cover my cover my behind. Right. Um, and it turned out that that decision is not working out too well. Because in the end, dude's not at camp. He went out and did the whole cryo uh, therapy situation, got his feet cracked up. Now he's trying to deflect to this helmet situation. He's not 
building chemistry with Derek Carr. Right. And then it's like I said, it's like you said, it's a whole media circus. You're pissing off the GM. Um, Chucky, I'm, in my opinion, I figure half the memorabilia in his office is either broken, shattered, or across the across the office. Right. And it's it it looks like complete dysfunction at this point. Right. No. Well, so you're absolutely right in that regard. And and even just watching it on Hard Knocks, it's you could tell they try to edit out the dysfunctionality. Right. But you can tell. You can tell. <laughs> it's there. I, mean, it, I don't know. Like. Again, part of it is, okay, you know or you should know who Antonio Brown is. Right. Um, to me, he came from a solid organization as far as leadership and ownership and management is concerned. Right. Where Oakland, to me, doesn't even come close to that. Nah. So what are you going to do to corral this guy who, if he don't want to listen, if he doesn't want to do something, he's just not going to do it, which he's proven to do. Right. And this leads me back to my next point, because if he's like this in this type of organization, how much stuff did we not find out about when he was on the Steelers? Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is also speaking to how much of a, as much slack that they've gotten over the past two seasons with the Steelers, how much stuff didn't make it out that organization? Right. Like, this is making... Um, Mike Tomlin and that whole and his whole regime looking like they had to deal with this guy and this is just all this stuff is just now coming out when he switched teams like what didn't we know mm-hmm. so kudos to the Steelers because they definitely it's looking like they fleeced the Raiders a little bit and then my final point on this where is AB's accountability to the rest of the team right like how like how can you, as a, a player of a team sport, a major team sport, go out and hamstring your offense this way when you want to ultimately – well, you would think one of your goals is to ultimately win. Right. But all this is leading to is to what everybody believes A.B. is, is a super diva wide receiver that's going to follow the same path as a T.O., as a Chad Ochocinco, right, and be out of the league because they're so toxic and they suck the oxygen out of well, the room to the point where we were we it's literally we were looking at addition by subtraction at this point. Like we really don't want to have you, but at the end of the day, we're also hamstrung by that thirty million dollars. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is, you just said that too. Where's his accountability? AB stands for many things. He says <laughs> different things, right? Uh, afterburners, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All by myself. All by like, myself. That's yeah. what it's about with right. him. He doesn't, well, perception is reality, right? So his actions and how he carries himself shows, okay, I don't care unless yeah. it's about me. Unless it's about me. And when I'm straight, I'll be out there and I'll help y'all. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, we can do a whole hour on this. So for the interest of time, like we'll, yeah. we'll just kind of segue into another topic. Um, yeah. And so more to follow, obviously, like I said, hard knocks is tonight. Hopefully this episode is more juicy. It, uh, yeah. The last one wasn't, I mean, other than Gruden screaming at Peterman and, and uh, Glennon. <laughs> what was that? To, to hurry the F up. What was that? It was so funny. <laughs> but um, yeah. But yeah, so I don't know. Hard Knocks tonight at 10. You know, we'll check it out. See, we'll see what's coming up next. But also, the latest out of the Cowboys and that whole camp, Jerry Jones, after a pretty decent game by uh, the rookie, what was, what was his last name? Pollard, something like that? Um, uh, the the, the, the so. number two running back? Yeah, he actually had a pretty good game. Um, 
Jerry Jones is getting asked questions about, you know, the rookie and how he's doing in, in his production and where they at in his contract talks with Zeke. He says, Zeke who? Right. Man, <laughs> look, if I were Ezekiel, I'd be like, what, 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 what? What did you, did you forget what I what I, what I do for well, this you organization? Saw, you saw um, his his agent put out a statement basically saying that that was disrespectful. Well, that was mad and, disrespectful and uncalled for. I mean, my whole thing is you're under contract. You got one more year. Get your ass into camp. Yeah, and play and play. That's the thing that I don't understand about these uh, players. Now, again, I get it. I'm all about getting your money and all that stuff, but I'm also about the team and like get it when it's time. Right. Unfortunately, you chose to be a running back. Yeah, Do you see what I'm saying. Like you knew what you was, you know what you was getting into. So if you ended up being this top level running back, getting selected, what number four, three, four overall, and then you knew if you produce this much, and they can literally string you up for five years, what your what your numbers would look like as far as financials. So, right. yeah. Well, and 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 that's the thing. It's like the position is severely devalued, in my opinion. Yep. You take a beating because. Every play you're coming into contact, whether it's pass protection, you're actually carrying the ball, you're trying right. to get out in space right. after you, you've you've chipped the defender, roll out, whatever. Like you're taking on contact an awful lot, a so whole lot. Your body is going to break down. So I understand where they're coming from when they want to restructure a deal or hurry up and get something done, right. and and all those types of things. But also too, there is honoring your contract and yeah. to hold out. To me, all that holding out and well, I'm just gonna do it's it's like pouty crap. And I don't care who it is, whether it's Le'Veon, him, don't matter, Melvin Gordon. Um, you know, when you're simply when it's when it's known that you're just simply not showing up because you want a different deal or you want this or you want that as far as money is concerned. So right. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. I wouldn't say I'm split 50-50 because I'm really not. Like, my thing is, okay, especially him being that first-round pick, like, he's getting an awful lot of money right. on that rookie deal where you got some guys in the back half of the draft who are playing on maybe a million-dollar deal across mm -hmm. those four years. Right. So, I mean – it's it's it can like you said it's it, I think it's a little fifty fifty because let's say they go out and they go two and two or even one and three in that situation, I you know there's gonna be a contract the next day like well, for, right, for game but, five but, but here's the thing as far as just based on what Jerry Jones did oh Zeke who mm -hmm. so I don't know what was going through his mind all I know is if I'm the owner and I'm making that statement that means. I'm fully prepared to, to get rid, rid of, of him, you, yeah, or trade him, or trade him. Yep. Make sure he's not coming back to this team because do you know how much crow you're gonna have to eat? You turn around and give this man a contract after you. I mean, that is disrespectful. Because uh, at the in the end, I mean, you everybody knows the offense runs through Zeke, and Zeke knows what he contributes to that offense. And I think they like b between Dak, Zeke and Amari, they work better as a trio. I think you remove one of those, it's going to be less prolific. Right. But with that being said, I think that Jerry Jones can come out of this looking pretty decent if he trades Zeke based on what's going on so far, and I think he's letting Zeke know that and he's willing to let Zeke suffer and sit out and then think, well, you know, not one man is 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 bigger than the team, but also he's you're also thinking about literally tying up somewhere between I wanna say seventy ish plus million and three guys on your offense when you have other people that you have to pay. And I think Jerry Jones is looking at that aspect long term. Is it really worth tying up that much money between three players, knowing that you have to pay other people to to maintain and and, and keep that ship afloat? Because another big piece that 
a lot of people do talk about is that offensive line. They also make a lot of things work. work so right. if yeah. you can't pay them and you have to keep cycling in rookies, I don't care who's in your backfield. I don't care who your receiver is. Unless you're Russell Wilson, it's not going to work. Right. <laughs> it's really, yeah. especially a Dak. And I the, mean, and, and, and the Redskins are living proof of that. You right. saw us getting ate up y'all in preseason like, because we don't have a Trent Williams. But even last season, y'all had like what? Like they said, twenty to thirty different offensive uh, line combinations. Yeah, combinations. It was like oh, the it was most. Ridiculous. It was like most in history yeah, or something like that. It was like, like a that. buffet of linemen like that. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen this year. And I mean, we'll get yeah. into that later. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Bottom line is, I personally believe Zeke should show up and play. Right. But okay, you want to hold out? You hold out. That's fine. Yeah. I I do believe that that was disrespectful that Jerry Jones said mm. that. Um. So a lot. Will be rem- or you know remains to be seen. Yeah. As 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 far as that is concerned, but um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, we'll I see. personally, you know, obviously from a fandom level, I don't care. Um, oh yeah, we just like you know, go ahead, keep stirring that pot, baby. Yeah, that shit can sink <laughs> for all I care. I mean, they can blow it all up, overpay Dak, whatever. But in um, in all seriousness, it's one of those things where like. They, I mean, hopefully you would think that they would just go ahead and pay, but pay Dak and just move on and say, Zeke, you're going to set up, all right, bet, well, we got this young kid who's hungry and we're just going to move on from there. Right. And I believe, to me, honestly, if you have, if you have a stout line, mm-hmm. right, and a serviceable quarterback right. and a good receiver, right, you can play carousel at running back because they can open holes. If your man can block, if he can – chip get out in space catch the ball you know with these these backs that are catching the balls now right like again is it going to be ezekiel elliott level probably not no but i would rather have two b's and a c versus an a and pay him a ton of money and have nobody else yeah because you're tying up a lot of resources in one player look at us two years ago we lost our starting quarterback had uh we lost jason peters and uh our guard and we had to make adjustments but we still ended up winning a super bowl why because the offensive line was solidified and we had a rotating situation in the backfield with jay ajay Corey clement and um darren sproles so it was one of those things where and that was can, the year you guys still had Legarrette blunt too. We still, i'm sorry we had Legarrette blunt so we still we were cycling guys through so it was one of right. those things where i mean it, it works we had zach Ertz and alshon jeffrey yeah i mean so We'll see as, well, yeah. as, as far as that. So we wanted to get to Daniel Jones and, and Haskins and Kyler Murray and kind of talk about them and what we can expect. Uh, but we don't have a lot of time on that. we got a few minutes left in the show. Yeah. Um, let's just go quick, quick, quick camp updates from the Eagles, and then I'll wrap up with the skins. Absolutely. So uh, camp updates right now. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, Carson Wentz is having trouble with this Ravens secondary because, you know, we've had – well, so this is the last media practice mm-hmm. um, today before they shut everything down and no no cameras, no nothing right. outside of the organizations. So um, Carson Wentz has been having some trouble with that secondary with Earl Thomas and, and things back there, which I did expect because the Ravens still have a legit secondary. Their corners are stout. They right. did sign Earl Thomas. Which I was, um, I was trying to tell people, like – I think people are sleeping on the Ravens, but I think their their defense, their defense is going to come along. They should and be okay. Hold, hold them close. They should be okay. My only issue is, and this is my next point, is that their front four, 
Man, look, I mean, granted, they were they did call that our offensive line was le- legit, like, number one in the league. So, I mean, you have to give them credit for that. But at the same time, when you have a guy like Corey Clement, who hasn't played much until literally the past two days, getting busy and really dominating that front four and just making cuts and, and, and getting yards, that's a problem. So that's something that the Ravens have to adjust to. Um, but going back to Carson Wentz, he has made connections with Alshon Jeffrey. Matt Collins is actually back on the field. That man's been out for a season and a half. Mm-hmm. So um, he did make some you know, intermediate route uh, connections with Deshaun Jackson and, and Nelson Aguilar. He did actually throw a beautiful deep pass over Earl Thomas to Alshon Jeffrey, which is pretty cool. But at the same time, balls are getting batted down Mm -hmm. because of that secondary so i think this is where carson wentz is going to get his reps he's going to do he's going to he's going to do some damage um within this you know this this protective bubble i don't think you're going to see him out on the game on thursday at all so that's what i got Uh, as far as the redskins real quick obviously trent's not back uh, Mm -hmm. for anybody following the team i don't believe he will be back um Darius Geis, uh, all things indicate he'll get some time uh, Mm -hmm. Thursday. Mm -hmm. And we play Atlanta, Mm -hmm. so we'll be down there playing the Falcons. Um, It'll be interesting to see um, Haskins continue to develop. I thought he cleaned up some stuff from the first game into the second game. Mm -hmm. Um, He seemed to be more sure about where he wanted to go. That ball seemed to come out Mm -hmm. um, a little faster. I mean, I'd like to see him get work against the ones, but we all know it's a dress rehearsal. Uh, Week three, I don't see it. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Colt McCoy, um, still kind of injured. It's not looking likely that he'll start. Um, So it's going to be the Case Keenum show, which I'm comfortable with. I'm fine. Right. Um, And then, like I said, we'll see kind of how it goes. And hopefully – you know, we play well. Haskins can hopefully get in there at some point. Yep. But we'll see what happens Thursday. I'm extremely interested in seeing what guys can do. I think they'll just give him a few touches. Yeah, man. But either way. But, hey, that's all the time we got. Yeah. Be sure to check us out. We're on YouTube. Like I said, subscribe below. AverageSportsGuys.com, uh, guys. Yep. Hit up the website. All of our social media is there. Until next time. Peace. Peace.